You're listening to Empowering Emma, a podcast that focuses on self-care, navigating college life, and chasing success. Hello, everyone. I hope that you guys are doing well again and every time that we chat. Today is a topic that I was kind of like debating for probably like... I don't know, like nine months because, oh, nine months of pregnancy, nine months. See what I did there? I didn't even mean to, but yeah. So today I was going back and forth on this topic because obviously I have never been pregnant. I don't have children, any of that. Don't even know if I want children, but I have heard a lot about like natural pregnancies and the business of being born through my natural health co-workers and also from different podcasts that I listen to and different documentaries that I watch and I just think that it's so freaking interesting and so that's why I decided to do it despite maybe some people not agreeing with what I'm gonna say or judging what I'm gonna say because I know it's kind of like one of those like topics where people are like eh I don't know about that like that's a little far-fetched just like with any like natural health thing, I think some people are kind of like, eh, I don't know if a vegetable is going to cure you of cancer, but eh, which I mean, I think eating healthy will definitely help you. But yeah, <laughs> that's just kind of how I like think of natural stuff. So I, sometimes I'm just a little iffy to talk about it because I don't want judgment. But after watching The Business of Being Born, I watched it last year and then I rewatched it just a few days ago so that I could remember what I wanted to say for this episode since I wrote it forever ago. I wrote most of these episodes, fun fact, when I was working at my desk job because I was literally so bored and I wasn't supposed to be doing anything. So I would just write and write and write and write. So this one was one of them that was literally wrote in like September. So yeah, I don't even know where I want to start with this, but just the business of being born is basically about how being born in a hospital is just a quick, easy business in a way for doctors to make money. Obviously, I don't think that this applies to all doctors, and I don't think that doctors are bad in any way, but just this documentary was really, really fascinating. So I think I'm just going to kind of go through the notes that I wrote when I was watching this. So it starts out by talking about twilight sleep and births that were under twilight sleep. And people were literally strapped down and made to feel like they were crazy. And through like the 1920s to the 1960s, they would increase the medicine to decrease your memory of the birth. And I think it's really important that moms remember the birth. Maybe that's not something that they want to remember because they're in so much pain. And obviously, I don't know what it feels like to give birth. But it's just wild that doctors just keep giving you medicine to just make the pain go away. But you might not even be able to experience that because you won't remember and there's also a drug called pitocin which speeds up the contractions that you have and when they're doing that they're putting the baby at risk this is just what I heard they're putting the baby at risk and when you put the baby at risk then you're at higher chances for having a c-section and when you have a c-section that's a quick 20 minute easy fix to giving birth because a natural or just regular labor can take hours and hours and hours and even days so for a c-section it's an easy in and out procedure and they said in the documentary i thought this was kind of savage and funny but not at the same time they were like yep we'll just get you in for a c-section so i can be home for dinner and i was just like oh my god that's so screwed up but like that's probably how some people think and not all doctors are like that but it's just like fascinating to hear other people's views on that kind of stuff and i think also a lot of the media 
and shows about birth, like a baby story and stuff like that. A baby story is a little outdated, but I used to watch that when I was a kid. It makes birth seem like a fearful experience and a negative image. And the birth culture is not necessarily one of positivity. And so I think a lot of people go into their births and labors thinking that this is going to be a terrible experience and that might not be the case for everyone. And so they get fearful and then they just choose to have medicine. And along with a quick birth process, a lot of people will like even break your water just to speed up the process or induce you. There's also a really interesting thing that I learned about when I was watching it. It's called like a designer birth and which is really popular in New York, which is basically just the idea that you schedule your C-section when it works best for you. And then you get a tummy tuck immediately after. And I was just like, oh my God, like that is just insane to me. It's so crazy. And also the U.S. has the second highest infant death rate and one of the highest maternal death rates, which is also a really interesting fact that I learned. Midwives are common everywhere else. They, in other countries, 70% of all midwives attend births, and it's only 8% in the United States. And I think personally, if I were ever to give birth, a midwife would be one of the things that I absolutely want because they're there to support you. And they're also trained to handle some different medical situations that can arise when you're giving birth. Hospitals are businesses, and they also have time limits, like I mentioned before, and they try to convince women that they don't know how to birth. They want your money, they want to free up that bed, and they want to be home for dinner. And they, I don't agree with some of the practices that they do. I think that sometimes not all hospital situations are aware of how women feel and how they might be vulnerable, vulnerable to different situations that birth might put them in. Some doctors don't ask permission. Some things that they do are unethical and they take away your rights and sometimes birth can be a really traumatic experience for someone that might have had trauma previously and sometimes doctors don't consider that kind of stuff. Along with taking away your rights, I think it's important and sad to mention that because of coronavirus, there's only one person allowed in the birth room and I think that that's it's really sucks to not allow women to feel like they're being supported or sharing that experience with someone that's important to them. And so I thought that that was kind of another important thing that I should mention during this. And I think it's also important when you're giving birth or if you're going to be giving birth to make sure that you research all your options and your rights along with all that stuff. Because the doctors that are giving birth most likely are trained in surgery, which I also found out. They're trained to give C-sections. And I also read that leading up, when a person is in medical school, they don't usually see an actual birth until they're in practice, which I don't know if that's still true. That might be an outdated thing. But when I heard that, I was just like, oh my God, you're kidding me. Like, that that's not okay. Another fun fact that I saw is that one third of people have C-sections. C-sections are just forces like the quick way out or a lot of births are like assisted. So like my sister was born using a vacuum suction which caused her to come out like really bruised and stuff like that and it was not like a peaceful experience at all and it made my parents very fearful and they're also in hospitals they're having you give birth on your back which makes no sense. To me, like, I was talking to my coworker about this, like, why would you lay on your back when gravity is naturally, like, it's better for you to stand because it's just easier to give birth when you're standing up because of gravity reasons. And birth isn't an illness, it's an experience. 
So I think if you're about to experience a birth or if you know someone that's going to be giving birth, that you should really pay attention to your options. Consider a home birth, but also have a backup plan. And obviously, it's not something that everyone can do because you might be at high risk. And if you are a higher risk, then there's nothing wrong with being in a hospital, whatever. I just don't personally, I don't think I'd feel comfortable being in a hospital. Like hospital beds are very cold to me. And I, I just wouldn't feel comfortable there. I'd feel more comfortable at a home or like a birthing center. But it's always good to have a backup plan just in case things don't go the way that you want them to. But I think that for me, a home birth would be way more comfortable experience. And also having like a midwife or a doula that's trained in a medical area, like as a nurse or a registered nurse or something on the side so that they can be there to help. And they're just, they're blessings. So... <laughs> Yeah, I think that it's really cool. All of the stuff is really cool. And I was going to have, I was going to ask my coworker to be on this episode because she's like a natural birth, all natural mom that is just such a badass bitch. But <laughs> obviously with coronavirus, I couldn't go see her and I haven't seen her in like a month and I miss her. So this was going to be way longer because she can talk and talk and talk about this stuff. And a lot of this stuff is stuff that I've learned from her. So thank you for listening. I hope that you pass on this information. Oh, and also, I post this on my page, but if, in case you didn't see, births in the U.S. cost on average in a hospital $10,000 to $30,000. So consider that, that being born is a business. Hospitals are businesses. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye.